Hi, I'm Scott Walker. Welcome to another edition of Freedom Fighters. Today, August 13th, 2021, we are here at the Reagan Ranch Center. And later today, we'll be up at the Reagan Ranch itself. Behind me, right, literally right there, is the table that Ronald Reagan, 40 years ago today, signed the largest tax cut in American history on. The Economic Recovery Act of 1981 was signed at the Reagan Ranch, his beloved home away from home, his only place that he and Nancy Reagan lived at during their eight years other than the White House. There you see the great picture of the president with the press corps behind him on what was a bit of a, a cloudy and overcast day, but he signed that massive pile right there. There's a replica there, and right behind me on the other side is the actual copy of the uh, document signed both by the president and by the Speaker of the House and the Senate president, who was also Vice President George Herbert Walker Bush at the time. But he signed it at the Reagan Ranch, which is so fitting because of his sense of frugality and freedom that you see at the ranch. Remember at the time, I, I told people um, what it was like back then. I, I remember years ago, I spoke at Ronald Reagan Elementary School in New Berlin, Wisconsin. And I was speaking to a group of fifth graders and they asked me all the different things I liked the pre about the president. Part of it I told about the hostages and how we brought back pride in America, that there had been a misery index, meaning people didn't feel quite so good about their country and about the economy and how America felt great again after eight years of Ronald Reagan. I talked about all sorts of things, but one of the things was this tax cut and a subsequent one in 1986. And you think, okay, fifth graders, how do you explain this to them? So I, I said, how many of you kids have ever done any chores? Any chores for your grandparents? I said, imagine grandma and grandpa ask you to come over and rake leaves. If you rake leaves for a couple hours, they, they pay each of you $10. And when you come home, your parents take seven of those $10. Well, when I told these fifth graders, one of them, first of all, just yelled out, hey, that's not fair. Another question, why would you want to work if they were going to take that much away from you? Both of those comments from fifth graders seem to be more insightful than many of the politicians in Washington today. You see, over time, Ronald Reagan's tax cuts, tax cuts that were brought in, by the way, uh, by Jack Kemp and uh, Bill Roth, uh, the House and Senate lead who pushed that even before Reagan came to office, although it took Reagan making that a centerpiece of his domestic agenda to get it done that early in his first term. So Kemp-Roth, uh, the Reagan tax cuts were things that, that led to economic growth and prosperity, growth in personal income, an increase in the economy overall that lasted far beyond the time Ronald Reagan was our president. Well into the Bush presidency, and yeah, e even into parts of the time Bill Clinton was president of the United States. This was the largest tax cut in the history of our great country. And it was more than just cutting taxes. It was putting his faith. Ronald Reagan always believed in the American people. He had an eternal sense of optimism in the American people. And he believed if you put more money in their hands, more people would go to work and more people would invest those dollars. The government might already have spent or might have otherwise spent, I should say. They would have invested those dollars in things that put more people to work. He actually believed in the American people, and that's exactly why tax cuts still work today. Art Laffer will be joining us in a few hours, literally up at the ranch. Of course, Dr. Laffer was one of the early advisors to then Governor Ronald Reagan. He was a part of the 1980 presidential campaign, very close with Jack Kemp, and talking about supply-side economics. I often call it the Kohl's curve in deference to Art Laffer's Laffer curve, but for me, it's, it's simple. Whether it's Kohl's department stores, which are probably from the great state of Wisconsin or any other major retailer, 
Uh, they could sell a lot of products at a high price or they can lower the price, as many retailers like Kohl's do, broaden the number of people can do that to make money off of value. And that's the same thing I believe, and I think Ronald Reagan believed that as well. It's true with taxes. You don't eliminate them entirely, but by lowering the burden to a reasonable level, more people can participate in the economy and revenues come up, not by a higher rate, but by a higher volume of people being able to, to be a part and participate in this nation's economy. That's what the Reagan tax cuts did. That's why we're celebrating today. I often say we need to teach more art education in our schools. And I, by that, I don't just mean visual and musical arts. I mean Art Laffer. Art Laffer's theory of supply-side economics, which were the basis of the tax cuts, which were the emphasis of what Jack Kemp pushed for not only back then, but, but many years after, and even part of the impetus for what happened a few years ago with the tax cuts, President Donald Trump signed into law. We need more of that basic objective economic education in our schools. That's exactly why I'm proud to be here at the Reagan Ranch, owned and operated by Young America's Foundation, where I proudly serve as its president. Until next time, keep fighting for freedom. I'm Scott Walker. Thanks for joining us.